Good morning to you. Welcome back to another episode of A Walk Back to Self-Love. Thanks for energy exchanging and sharing space with me on this Sunday morning. Oh, it feels good. You know, even though in the Midwest it's frigid temperatures, actually my uh, weather app says it's one degree this morning. (laughs) I'm like, why am I living in the Midwest again? Oh, because I love it here. (laughs) except for right now. But um so hopefully wherever you're at, you are enjoying your mon or your Sunday morning and um my message today is about creating your life. Like truly creating your life, not just being like, yeah, create your life and then go out there and live a life that you're just unhappy with. Like you have to be willing to take those big risks. You have to be willing to do what you got to do and not listen to other people's judgments, um, advice if it doesn't sit right with you. You know, I uh, I made a big change in my life and only one person knew. <laughs> and because I trusted this person um, with this piece of information and I knew that they wouldn't come at me with a whole list of reasons and questioning me. And it feels good to know that the choices that I make affect just me because that is where my life currently is. You know, I don't have a significant other. I don't have children to factor in to the choices and the creations that I'm making for my life. And that's a beautiful place to be for me. You know, like I love freedom And yet I was always finding myself in these situations that were polar opposite of what freedom is. And then I finally had to take that risk of truly going after what I want. And, uh, you know, of course it's scary and you may question yourself. But this time it felt different because I was completely at ease. I was completely at peace with the choices I was making. And that's how I knew that I was in alignment with my soul, that I was in alignment with my path more than I ever have. Because like usually when I've made decisions, it's like, oh my gosh, I got to consult with somebody. I don't know if this is the right thing. I'm having anxiety. Oh my gosh, I'm going to (laughs) die. That's what it's like inside my head when I'm going down the rabbit hole. But this time it was like flow and peace and just feeling in alignment. And so that's how I'm feeling on this Sunday morning. Feeling blessed, feeling abundant, feeling happy, and feeling successful with my choices. You know, and I've done a lot of reflecting too of these last 10 to 15 years and who I've become, who I've grown into, you know, and, and I was especially thinking about how many people have doubted me in my adult life. I mean, even stemming from childhood, but like specifically my adult life of, oh, she's just never going to get over the hump or she's never going to amount to much. And, uh, you know, that that affects you. It truly does because it stops you from making the choices that you want to make. <clears throat> and it stops you from being your true potential because you're listening to the voices of criticism whether they're current or past stays with you because you start to believe it 
I started to believe it. Um, and then I had to fight my way out of it, of discovering who I was, who I am. And that takes work. You know, that's why I am very grateful that I don't have children. Um, yet, you know, that, that window is, uh, that box is still unchecked, you know, like there's a possibility anything can happen, but I'm grateful that I haven't had children in these last 10 years because I have made some wild decisions and choices for my life and it only affected me. You know, I didn't have to worry that like, okay, by, by taking this big risk, it's going to, you know, fuck up my child or it's going to affect them, you know? And so I do feel blessed that this wild journey, the last 10 years, you know, uh, has, has been a, a really deep dive into myself, unlearning things that I was, I was taught and figuring out who I am so I could be the best version of myself so I can continue to evolve. And I'm grateful for that, you know, like even though there were times of loneliness or like why do I not have a family like everybody else or why am I not married or I have children because that wasn't my path, you know, for the last 10 years. And truly, it's not what I wanted. I was so hyper-focused on my career and so hyper-focused on this thing that I was seeking that it just, it wasn't a priority for me. And so here I am in this, you know, fresh energy in my life. And I love exactly where I'm at in this moment. Like I truly am in love with this moment. And I've worked hard to be in this moment. You know, it's been a lot of ugly cries and a lot of deep inner work. And, you know, if you are into the uh, spiritual community or just like those buzzwords in society, you hear shadow work, shadow work. Well, what is shadow work? Shadow work is facing yourself, is being able to understand your behaviors that aren't necessarily healthy. Like we could sit there and point fingers all day long at other people, but who are you? Are you toxic? Are you reactive? Are you coping with alcohol, drugs, sex, shopping, um, whatever, food? Like that's all shadow work. It's the layers of conditioning that's been placed on us since childhood. You know, like you think about it, we, ri- we arrive into this world and this crazy ass planet <laughs> and uh, we are supposed to figure it out. There's no manual. There's no how to be a healthy human on planet earth while you're here. And then you have people that raise you and teachers that teach you and society that gives you messages of how you should be, how you should dress, what you shouldn't do, what you should do. And being a woman, (laughs) yeah, that's a whole other layers on top of it. And so then next thing you know, whose life are you living? And why are you living it like that? Like, I challenge everything. Ask the people close to me. I challenge every fucking thing in society. And it's not from a place of, well, I mean, I kind of am a little bit of a hellion. But I have respect for people. But I will always question things, you know? Like, something as simple as, Amber, you need to get a headboard for your bed. Why? Because you do. But why? That's like a $300 purchase. Would I rather spend $300 on a headboard 
or $300 on a plane ticket to go travel and see a new destination? Well, because, you know, it just kind of looks like a college dorm, but I actually decorated my bedroom really nice. I just don't have a headboard. Like, I really do have those conversations, you know, or like another simple thing. Just the other day, I was telling my homegirl, I was like, I am very vocal about group texts. I hate them. Like, I really do. Because I feel like as someone that seeks freedom, you're trapped, People most of the time do not ask you, would you like to be in this group text? No, they just include you in a group text. And you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even have a say. And then you can't get out of it unless, and I did research on this, unless you all are iPhone users, you can leave the conversation. But no, the group text that I'm always in, they're not all iPhone users. And so then you're like, well, wait a minute, I'm in this group text and I don't like it. Because most group texts, you walk away from your phone, you come back, there's 55 missed text messages and you're like, the fuck? (laughs) So I have been very vocal uh, recently about getting out of them and it makes people feel uncomfortable. And like my my homegirl was like, damn, you really are being savage. I'm like, no, it's not that. It's so I'm supposed to stay in a group text to make other people's feelings feel okay? No, no, I don't like it. So why would I be in it? (laughs) You know, like it's, it's as simple as that. Now you get on a larger scope and then you challenge things like, you know, what's happening in society and you know why we had Trump as president and why people are still racist and why we can't get over white supremacy I mean like the whys are endless in this experience or why are women's bodies up for discussion why are you trying to tell us what to do with our fucking bodies why is religion involved in the government why 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 (laughs) so You know, when you are confident with who you are and you've done that inner work, you have no problem whatsoever challenging life, Um, challenging supervisors and an executive team, you know, at your job, whatever it may be. There's no issues there because you know where you're coming from, what is rooted in your questioning. Um, but that makes a lot of people feel uneasy. That's why I stopped for the last couple of years seeking advice from people unless it was specific to like growth or, you know, a, 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 an industry or something. But like just flying off the handle and asking people for random advice. No, I don't do that. And I haven't in the last, we'll say year specifically, because I started to realize that Not that they want to harm you in any way, but most of the time people will give you advice from a place of fear. And then that fear gets pushed on me. And then I start questioning, is this right? Am I, I don't know. And then I go down the rabbit hole. So I just stopped doing it because ultimately, and I said this to somebody uh, the other day, I said, most of the time when you announce a decision or you share what you want, People like feel the need to weigh in on something that absolutely has no effect on their lives. They are just giving advice from their perspective and where they're at in their life and what they wouldn't do because of fear or whatever. So that's why a lot of people get hung up like, well, I need to consult with a friend or I need to ask my mom or my brother or my sister or or cousin, whatever. And you're like, yeah, but really think about who you're sharing that information with and understand that what they tell you could possibly take you out of the decision that 
you were so solid with. You know, like we live in a world where people don't trust themselves. You know, like you have to be able to solidly trust that whatever decision that you make for your life, if it comes from a good place, a healthy place, that the desires that you seek, you're going to be okay because you're listening to your inner compass. You're listening to your inner voice. If you can get quiet enough and sit with yourself long enough to decide if this is right or not right for your life, you don't need a a council. You don't need, you don't need a board of members to consult with you. As long, obviously, as it doesn't affect your children or your significant other or harm anybody, you don't need to consult with other people. But we live in a society that makes you think that you have to get everybody involved in the decisions that you make or that you shouldn't make these decisions because you need X, Y, and Z. But if you're miserable and you're not happy, you're just supposed to continue living the life that you don't like? That's just fear. Everybody wants to feel good in this life. Everybody wants to create a life that feels good and is abundant, is fun. And I know that we have not been living in fun times for years, but especially this last year. It's been hard on a lot of people and a lot harder on some than others. And we still are not on the upswing of fun. We're still in this pandemic. You know, we're still in a a rough economy. We're still in racism and white supremacy and just discrimination against everything that's not white. Like, come on, let's just keep speaking that. Like, there's racism happening, not just with black people. Like, I just saw something the other day about... Asians getting murdered and shit happening to them. Like, come on. Talk about savage. That's what we're living in is this world is savage. And we have to maneuver our way through it to feel good and build a life that we're proud of and that we want to live every day. Like, think about how many people wake up, myself included, for a bulk of my adult life. Your alarm goes off and you're like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to get in the shower. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to go to work. Like, I just don't want to. That's a level of exhaustion and burnt out and just your soul's tired because you're not living your true path. You're living in survival mode. You're paying your bills. You are providing for yourself. Excuse me. excuse me, Um, you're providing for yourself, you're building for whatever you're trying to build, you're taking care of your families, but you're not living and thriving. And that's why the world has the energy of sadness and anger and frustration because people are living lives that they don't want to live. And also not willing to do the work to live the life that you want to live.
Like you hear stories all the time about people in in their 40s and 50s and 60s like making their dreams happen. Life doesn't end at 25. Life doesn't stop at 30. That's just society conditioning. So, that's that's my message today on this Soul Sunday. Are you living the life and are you willing to create that life and not have a, a board members in your business making those executive decisions for your life? Are you willing to listen to yourself, to get quiet with yourself, make a list of things that you're passionate about, make the list of things that you don't want to do or the way that you don't want to live your life? And are you willing to make those choices to do what you got to do? Like living authentically is hard work. You think like, oh, I'm just living my truth. It's so easy. No, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Because living authentically is 100% of the time being authentic. And I'm not talking, I mean, yeah, obviously on a larger level of like your, your goals and your purpose and all that. But remember, purpose is energy. It's not a job title. It's who you are day in and day out. But also the conversations, conversations that you have, you know, like if someone's like, what do you do for work? Oh, I'm happy. You know, like I, I did that for a little bit and people would be like, but what do you do? What does it matter? If I, if I don't want to share what I do for work, how is that relevant? I'm not doing some top secret FBI work. I just, let's change the conversations. Like, are you happy? You know, what do you do for fun? But everybody's so caught up in what you can do for them and what's your title and who you are in this life. All of that is just surface layer bullshit. Not to say that like, you know, your your work and your hard work that you do, but I'm saying like to be relevant in people's lives, to, you know, be in those circles of influence and the who's who of of cities and governments and all that. People want to know what your title is. But the last thing most people ask you is, are you happy? Because they're too wrapped up in who you are and and what level of influence you have. How about who you were born to be is enough level of influence. If you tap into your authenticity, that is enough. If you are a good human and you're trying to be the change in the world, that should be enough. But that's not glamorous to the outside world. They want to know who you are and what's your resume look like and what accomplishments have you had in this life. But let me, let me remind you, at the end of our lives, when our expiration date is about to be up, none of that will truly matter. Sure, there may be a memorial service and a celebration of your life and scholarships in people's names and you will have that legacy, whatever you choose to do. But ultimately, at the end of our lives, <clears throat> none of that goes with us. The awards, the accomplishment, the money, the job title, the homes, the cars, all of it stays here. And people fight over it. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't leave this earth with us. Our souls do. Our hearts the ripple effect that we create.
created on this planet while we were here. But the surface layer achievements is just to get through this experience, you know, to fit in with everybody else, to see what you can create for your life, but it doesn't leave this earth. And I think a lot of people forget that or don't even, aren't even aware of that. Like, cause they're so in the grind of like, I have to prove myself to society. I have to be this thing because society since the beginning of time created that division of who's worthy and who's not worthy based off of skin color. Okay, let's keep it real, real. And so you have to fight for your worth to prove that you are something because of how humanity was created. Instead of just living life and creating what you can create and building in your communities and building for your families and not being judged off of if you're worthy or not. Who the fuck has the power to tell you who you're worthy or if you're not? Nobody. But again, in our society, people think they do. And that's why I'm just one voice on this planet reminding you that that is a lie. You are worthy. You will always be worthy. So, enjoy the rest of your soul Sunday. Again, thanks for energy exchanging and showing up to my episodes and helping this grow. So enjoy the rest of your day. Remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. And until next time, peace and love.